Victoria Riser and I'm Rashawn DeHoy and this is my, my network so and that's the N-E-T-W-E-R-K so we're doing a new podcast this is our first episode and uh, we started this in order to show how our friendships and our network our circle has impacted um, our lives in a positive way and impacted our network because we believe that your network directly impacts your net worth okay so we wanted this first episode to be about friendships and it's a lesson in friendship i saw this on this group facebook group that i follow called um it's um admin sin so it's black on the job with admin sin and so she posted on here a lesson in friendship and so she said this year i took a long look at my friendships and did the be bank challenge with them. I came to the reality that two of her friends had more deposits than withdrawals. I looked at our friendships in a transactional way so I can get a black and white number on them. Both friendships were worth more than I make in a year. Six figure friendships. With that information, I wrote pencil and paper down how I can secure these investments, friendships for long term. I wanted to turn these bank accounts into retirements and CD accounts. One, I made a point to visit them. Two, I have a daily reminder to check up on them. Three, I invested in their children's happiness. Four, I got close. I got closer to their family. Five, I found ways to grow their finances. Six, I prayed for them. Seven, I asked them how they, how oh how their family and them. <laughs> and then um, eight, I fix the meals and take them out to eat. They both are foodies. Nine, I listened to their opinions. Ten, I asked them how I can help them. And so she said, this has dramatically improved both friendships. It's been both rewarding and fulfilling. It keeps me from being a selfish friend. So how can you secure the bag in your friendships in 2020? Okay. So that really got us to talking. Um, we are line sisters. We are uh, members of the best sorority in the, in the world. Theta. <laughs> so um, we've been friends over 15 years now and so um, I know our friendship uh, has grown a lot over the last couple of years and so um, this whole my network thing has kind of evolved based on you know our friendships and the people that we surround ourselves with and how we've grown based on that and so we really want to share that with um, the people and so that's why we're doing this podcast and um, so what are your thoughts on? I think one thing that resonated with me um, was the first step in her evaluating the friendships. So, you know, okay, I have this account. Let me analyze it. What's my deposits? What's my debits? You know what I'm saying? And so she was not satisfied with the deposits that she had made into the account. And so she did something about it. You know, so many times we can feel like, oh, I don't have the time or, oh, this is, you know, just what it is, but I'm not really satisfied with it, but what can I really do about it? So I think I like the fact that she took it upon herself to analyze and to make the adjustments that needed to be made to make sure that they could get to six-figure friendships, you know, and be sustainable. Like she used the uh, analogy, it was a bank account that she wanted to turn it into a retirement account so this long term you know forever account this is my later money so i have it now but i want to have this plus more later so right. definitely think uh you know we need to start with analyzing our friendships 
on our part. You know what I'm saying? Because truth be told, we can only control the controllers. I can only control what I do. I can't control what you do. So when I analyze, it needs to be, what can I do to better differentiate? Exactly. So I think that's important. I think so too. And also, I think after evaluation, sometimes you may have to say some friendships or some relationships aren't worth salvaging. You may have to disconnect people, cut people, um, you know. And I think that that's not always a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and it doesn't always have to be because of a bad, um, some specific situation or a, a fight or an argument or something like that. It doesn't always have to be like that. So I think um, the evaluation process can show you that, hey, I'm making way too many deposits in this and I'm not getting that in return. And you may just need to evaluate that friendship a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I think we've had a conversation about, um, you know, cause I did like a year of like intensive like therapy, like, and um, my therapist mentioned that there's like three levels. Like there's the people that you hold really close to you and there should only be like four or five people there. And then you have another circle that's like, okay, these are your acquaintances. And then you have the people that are way out there, like on the highway. And so um, I really had to do some evaluation with that. And um, it's, it's kind of difficult, you know, because sometimes it's your family members, sometimes mm -hmm. it's your, it may be your children, yeah. your friends, your lover, whatever, that you may have to put way out there or just remove them from being so close because the, um, the actions or the interaction it's being taxing on your emotional health. I have a question. Okay. So elaborate when you say stop them from being so close and move them out on the road. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Like how do you move somebody out on the road? So okay, if I'm moving you out to the highway, you basically don't matter. <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, because, you know, you're passing my people on the freeway all the time. Do you know them? Do you, you know what I mean? I mean, this is not, when we say the freaking freeway, highway, this is not a So car. it's not the street out in front no. of my house. This is like, this is like 75 north. <laughs> and you know they're fine, they're going 75, 80. So you right. know you don't know who you're passing by. So um, this is not my small town, back home, Haywinfield. Um, this is not, that's not because where you, where you stop in and you blowing his friends, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you putting people out on the highway or people doing 75 and 80 and you don't know who these people are and because what they do does not affect your life. And so highway is going to be, if I see you, I see you, if I don't. Mm -hmm. It's like, but well, your actions and the relationship is not affecting my life directly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the people that you hold close to you can really affect your life you know what i'm saying you're emotional mm -hmm. you, you're you're investing a lot into these people and so you would hope that they're investing a lot into you and so you know you, you may have several acquaintances you know like the people you work with you know your casual friends that you, you may not talk to a lot and so those are your acquaintances mm -hmm. but then um those people way out there what they're doing is not affecting you gotcha so I think it's important to, once you evaluate, then you determine which level you need to place those people in. Exactly. exactly. So what if you feel like you don't need to place them anywhere, you just need to cut them off, period? Well, basically, they don't send five. Oh, that will be sitting there. Cut, cut off at 75. Yeah, because... Um, <laughs> so we ain't got the two of Because we... Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I could... And this is the thing. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't mean like I'm rolling Absolutely. my eyes when I'm seeing you. I'm a grown woman. Right. So if I'm passing by you, 
I can speak to you, mm-hmm. but I may not know your everyday moves. Mm-hmm. I may not know what's going on in your life at this point. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to forever be on 75. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You don't have to be on 75 at all times. You know, you may, some, something may happen and you may move back to appointments or you may move close because sometimes you're going to need to put your family members out there mm-hmm. or like I said, it could be your child, your child acting up and it's keeping you up at night and you can't sleep and you don't know what to do. Sometimes you got to remove them from being so close and put them out here for a mm-hmm. little bit so that um, your, you know what I'm saying, your emotional life and your, you know, it's not unstable because of the actions of someone else. Right, right. So, got it. Mm-hmm. it. Makes perfect sense. Especially if you have toxic people in your life. You know, like people who, you know how you have people that's close to you but really low key spying. Hoping you fall, yeah. you know. Oh, go and trip right there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the sad part, mm-hmm. and that's what. And see, I think anybody that I deal with, like I really like, I'm a, I love hard, mm-hmm. and I go hard for my people. Like I'm a person who takes love for my friends and family or whatever. Like I'm the person who defends the bully. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean. Defends people who are being bullied or something mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. I really um, go hard for people. And so when people aren't giving me what I'm giving in return, not necessarily exactly the same way, but I ha- it's like you don't want a one-sided relationship in any form. Yeah. You know what I mean? Family, friends, you know, um, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. You don't want any one-sided relationships. I think it was important too, um, you mentioned one day on how um, I invested people, but I never really thought about it as investing in people. I just felt like, you know, that's just what I do. You know what I'm saying? I build people, I grow people. And so automatically I'm going to try to figure out what I can do to help you get to whatever level that you're trying to. But in essence, that's really what it is, is making deposits into people. So when she made the analysis of, you know, what can I do to uh, secure the bag and the friendship and make deposits? Well, you know, that's pretty much who I am anyway. So I think it's important, like you said, to evaluate the situation to make sure that, uh, A, you know, it's equal. You know, I have in my inner circle people who invest just as much as I do. And B, um, to determine what that account, you know, is ultimately looking like. So, definitely evaluation is very important. Being that it's 2020, perfect time to evaluate. Perfect time to evaluate. And see, for someone like you who's a natural giver and investor into people, you have to protect yourself because, you know, you'll go bankrupt mm. you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. you're continuously pouring into people pouring into people but you remember you got to have that cup filled back up mm-hmm. so you can't have people that are constantly taking and taking mm-hmm. and because that'll turn you into like somebody that like you said um like a bitter person mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because once people get used you get burnt out mm-hmm. then it turns you into a negative person mm-hmm. and you don't want people to change you yeah you know based on their actions absolutely i remember someone um one of my dear friends i look at as a mom she sent me a post on facebook that said um you have to be careful with your anointing because people are start kind of using it you know what i'm saying or they would how do you what did he say? Uh, not using wasn't the word. Uh, they would abuse your anointing. 
So I took that as saying, you know, pretty much the same thing. Sometimes you can give, 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 but you got to make sure that you don't throw your pearl in front of swine. You know, oh. so you have to be very particular with where you invest in to make sure that, you you know, you, your return. You know, I want to make sure if I give you $5,000, you don't go up there to earn it, you know, throwing it out. You know, no, ma'am, Victoria, you know, we, we need to go to the stock exchange somewhere to make something happen. So I think this is very important as well. Yes, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. So, um, what are evaluations? So, do you think that's necessary to have a conversation every time that you move somebody to the house? I think it depends on the relationship itself and who you're dealing with. Some people uh, you can have a conversation with if they're reasonable. Because I don't have time to go back and forth with someone, especially if it's not going to be profitable. I can invest the time somewhere else. So if it's something that I feel could be savaged, salvaged, and we need to, you know, just have a conversation about it, then a conversation can be had. Some people, you already know what it is. You know, look, we grown. I don't, I don't owe anybody no explanation. We just gonna cut it off. Like you said, we're still cordial. You know, I don't have to be looking at you sideways or anything like that. You know, it is what it is. You have seasonal people and you have lifetime people. It's important to know the difference in what you're investing in. So. If, if that has expired, then it is what it is. You know, you've given what you were supposed to give in that season. They've given what they were supposed to give in that season. And it's something that just transitions, you know, from there. And you're supposed to go to the next level. There's nothing wrong, you know, with growing as people. So, and you shouldn't feel any kind of way about that. So, even if you move on and... You know how sometimes you'll be like, oh, I remember we were good friends, but I don't really know what happened with it. You know, like, why y'all don't talk no more? You know, I, I really don't know. Well, it, I don't. It, <laughs> wait. <laughs> but it could. I have some people like that. Like, that we were really close at one time, and it's just like life happened, and we just grew apart. However, we can link back up and it's like we never left off you know what i'm saying like we don't have conversations every day or even every week but when we link back up you would swear we've been talking every day see for me those kind of people are more acquaintances mm. if we link it back up um like nothing happened it's not like a personal thing or i mean and I, i'm not saying i don't put people on the highway it's like personal but um i would say those are acquaintances because sometimes some people just don't have the time to give or they, they are not able to prioritize and give mm -hmm. time to the friendship. Mm -hmm. And some you know, some people are are people who call people or whatever. But like I, I do believe that it's not fair to make excuses like that because I think that people make time for what they deem important. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like I have a um, some of my sisters that um, I communicate with through a Marco Polo app. This is not an ad either <laughs> but we use them quite often because we're all busy we're all in different states the three of us and that's just how we communicate and keep in touch with the people and so i feel just as close to them as i did we all lived in houston um now that we live in three different uh well three different cities sort of like that and so like there's no uh wrong so we make making excuses for why you can't keep in contact and keep relationships going that you deem important Absolutely. So. And I think another portion that I would like to touch on in the evaluation process is determining if that relationship makes you bitter or does it make you better. If it's something that's going to make you... I'm going to hashtag it. 
you bitter, then it's it's more of a toxic thing that you kind of need to get out of. You know, it's not something that's profiting you. Clearly, it's not profiting them if you're coming out of it bitter or feeling some kind of way or feeling like, mm, I don't really know, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Now, that's something that needs to be addressed. Okay. If you're better, then clearly it's something that you need to invest in and you know, continue with. Even if adjustments need to be made, it's still worth those adjustments. Exactly. Is it bitter or is it better? I prefer bitter. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be a bitter bitch. <laughs> so, um, we also discussed um, about our, our friendships and our relationships about um, as far as investing from your side, investing to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's important to make sure, I think, if you learn the love languages of your friends. Yeah. Because, um, you you know, I may be a person who likes to spend time with people and I, I you know, I like, I value quality time. You know, let's go to the movies, let's go to happy hour, let's chill, you know. Mm-hmm. And my friends like to make fun of me because I'm like, I don't really club anymore, you know, I'm kind of getting up there. So, a clubbing <laughs> thing is not something that I would regularly do. But, yeah, I would love to you come to my house or I come to your house, they say I like blankets, I do. <laughs> um, have my blanket ready, we're going to chop it up, you know what I'm saying? So, that's... I like quality time. That's mm-hmm. important to me. So, um, but say for instance, if quality time is not one of my love languages, then I that's not a way that you would make a deposit into my exactly. account. So I think that's why it's important to know your friends' love languages because sometimes you'd be tempted to make deposits according to your love language, but that may not necessarily be my communication style. Exactly. And so that's something that we really, I, I think Rashonda suggested that um, we talked about this before, is that we have like, maybe you have a game night with your girlfriends and then that be one of the things that you learn about mm-hmm. each other. And you know, you just get closer because everybody thinks that a love language is based on a, a um, relationship like a, between a husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. But I mm-hmm. think you should do it for your children, yeah. your friends, your family, just so you can know how to show people love mm-hmm. in a way that they will receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, so not just based off of what like she did, she said she did some evaluations and she made an effort, a, a, a really big effort to make sure that she was depositing it to mm-hmm. her friends and learning about their family and learning things and that's how you grow your friendships. I mean, I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like you said, when you're around people who are going to sharpen you, you know, iron sharp sharpens iron. So if we are to the point to where we're sharpening each other, then we're making each other better in all aspects, you know, spiritually, financially, uh, health, like we're holding each other accountable. Well, health and will. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so I think it's important you know, just an all-inclusive in life, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that your network is someone who's going to make you better uh, holistically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Girl, you just calling them praise today? You put down the for y'all. <laughs> so, I think it's important for us to kind of say why we, why we did this and, you know, get, get people excited because this is really like going to be a podcast. Mm-hmm. We want to do this first video to show everybody, you know. You can see our faces. Yeah, it's kind of get to know us and our personalities and kind of know, um, you know, the reason we're doing this. Absolutely. And I think it's more of a, like, we want to grow our network, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And make sure that other people are doing the same thing and you evaluate your friendships and you're growing as people. Um, so I think, I think this is a great start. I mean, this is the 
going to be 2020. And so, um, like she said earlier, this is the best time to reevaluate. Absolutely. And, um, you know, what we want to do is have more um, guests on, and we have a couple people that are going to be re reoccurring um, hosts with us. We've had some requests already for people to uh, join in mm -hmm. and um, be a guest. So, if you would like to be a guest, definitely let us know. Yes. And let us know what you want to see, what you want to hear about. Mm -hmm. Um, follow us on our social media. We're gonna, you know, tag those that information on there and let you know what we're doing. We're gonna have a Facebook page, Facebook group, and so we can keep in contact with everybody and, um, you know, give you good content mm -hmm. about finances and friendships and relationships and so forth. So we're really excited to see where this is gonna go, and we're so happy to have you. Uh, join in on us and become a part of our network. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately our overall goal is to help grow people holistically, like I said. So yeah. um, join us um, in building you. Yes. In building you. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, yes. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. And, and make sure that you grow your network. Network. Right.